Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. Hi, my name is Ella Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with, with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a match marketer, my dad is the best. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the Direct Response Podcast. I am your host, Seth Green. Today, I am excited to be interviewing Jason Wally, the web guy, Waldron. Wally, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you. I'm thrilled to be here with you on the Direct Response Podcast. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure we're going to talk about some awesome things today. Great. We are looking forward to it. Let's go back in time. Uh, how did you get started? How did I get started? Well, um, you know, a number of years ago, uh, well over a decade ago, I was working at an accounting firm, and I was a frustrated uh salaried employee in a cubicle farm, basically, and I ran across this little thing called direct response uh, marketing on the internet. And, um, you know, I, I was working at the time as an IT guy, and I had dinner with this guy named Jim early, probably 2004, something like that. And Jim shared with me something that uh, essentially changed my life. And it was, here's how a person can set themselves up using technology plus marketing, uh, direct response marketing, as it were, and uh, grow their business on the Internet. And, you know, it it just opened my eyes and kind of blew my mind because up until then I was, uh, you know, like I said, just kind of a frustrated employee trying to figure out how do I get out of this world that I've uh, found myself in by sort of following the rules and getting a good job after college and all this, and it wasn't all like cracked up to be. And how did you make that transition? <laughs> well, so it, it, it wasn't overnight, uh, but it was really cool. So, so I had this discussion with Jim, and uh, and I started taking on side clients. And uh, Jim was part of something called a mastermind, which I'm sure uh, loyal listeners to your podcast know what that's all about. But you yeah. know, uh, he was he was part of a you know business group of of really smart. Uh, folks who were applying direct response internet marketing strategies to grow their business. And he started sharing with me what he was doing and sort of how his life was evolving and kind of, you know, peered in, uh, gave me the master plan, so to speak, and uh, and said, hey, uh, he, it, it was interesting. He kind of, you know, we're, we're having like a very nice 
you know, congenial dinner and all this for about 45 minutes. And prior to him sharing with me exactly what he was doing, he, he just, his demeanor completely changed. And he looks at me and kind of just peers into my soul, super serious, and he's like, okay, now are you starting a side business or are you doing a hobby? Because I had informed him that, hey, like, I'm trying to get out of this corporate America thing. And so I started to, uh, you know, figure out a way to scale myself out of my current job. And, um, you know, it's a little trickier than, you know, than it might appear on the surface because you have to keep your current employers happy. You still have to figure out how to serve people you know, in a new job and, and kind of balance everything, still make the mortgage and all that. And I'm sure a lot of listeners can sort of understand where where I'm coming from on that. And uh, and so I look at Jim and I said, hey, I'm building a business, man. This is how I'm getting out of corporate America. And he goes, well, good. And over the next few years, it was really cool because what I had was a lot of information about technology and a very cursory understanding of um Direct Response Marketing, and very, very quickly I realized that the power of Direct Response Marketing plus uh, the technology, that was really the whole game changer. And so uh, I had this uh, this in, basically, where people were just referring tons and tons of work to me from all over the world, and I no longer really uh, was reliant on, on the corporate gig after a while. And it, it was interesting because it just sort of, you know, it evolved. You know, I don't want to make light of it. It was definitely, you know, some late nights and hard work and stuff like that to figure out how to balance all of these, um, you know, side clients plus your day job and all this other stuff. Um, but a couple of interesting things happened where um, people started – calling me Wally the web guy on the internet and and this 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 character and this this uh brand basically sort of took on a a life of its own and uh, a lot of folks uh in similar circles that you and I run in started calling me out of the blue and saying hey can you help me with you know a website hey can you help me with you know getting my offers online hey can you help me with traffic hey can you help me get this you know uh three-year autoresponder sequence going, sure, 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 and just kept saying yes to all these things. Before I knew it, uh, I didn't need a day job anymore. It was time to, uh, you know, uh, uh, build my own business. And and it was really cool because if you think about what happened there, um, I actually became more valuable to my current employer by becoming independent from needing them. And, and actually multiple times after I stopped working there, they kept trying to get me back uh, as an employee. And I was like, <laughs> guys, I'm sorry. Like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing the entrepreneur thing. This is so much better. So, you know, I love you, but smell you later. And, um, and, and, and so I, I had actually scaled myself out of a job and into a business. And, and what's been interesting is now, uh, you know, many, many, many years later, uh, that's actually what I do all the time is one of the things that I do online is help other business owners grow. And people know me, you know, for many years as Wally the web guy. Uh, But what I also do is I practice what I preach. I have e-commerce stores that I own. So, you know, we actually take stuff that we see out in the marketplace and either we take what's working for us and give it to our customers or we see what's working for our customers and we give it to ourselves, which is really, really cool. And then over the last couple of years, a lot of folks are like, well, hey, how do I do that? I want to I, I wanna have a portfolio business. I want to have you know more than one business going on. I want to be not a serial entrepreneur. I want to be a parallel entrepreneur and uh, you know have multiple things going on at once so that I'm diversified. And, and I said, well, you know, I've done it a couple of times. So, uh, you know, I can help you with that too. And so we started throwing some – 
high-end events now and again. Uh, you know, the next one's coming up in Napa Valley here in a few months. And, you know, we'll just get a whole bunch of awesome top-notch entrepreneurs in the room and help them diversify out of their current business and grow, and grow their current business and just create these huge, uh, awesome success situations for people. So it's really a lot of fun. Absolutely. That is an incredible journey. What do you wish you knew when you started that you know now? Oh, man. What do I wish I knew when I started that I know now? Um, I think the biggest thing is to just trust your gut. Um, You know, don't be afraid to trust yourself. You know, if you are trying to escape from your corporate prison, for instance, or you're trying to uh, grow beyond just your your, your single, you know, if, if you're an entrepreneur and you you feel like you just created a job for yourself, um, just remember that, you know, if you're hearing something like this right now or, you know, you're dealing with somebody in business, just trust your gut and your gut will tell you if you're moving in the right direction or not. And, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times I did not trust my gut and then a couple of years later I was like, yep, should have listened to my gut. That feeling that I had in like 10 seconds was exactly correct. And and then, you know, looking back uh, on numerous other times where it's like, I remember having a great feeling about that person. I didn't know why, but a great feeling about that person. And, you know, almost every time the gut is correct. So uh, don't be afraid to trust yourself. Great advice. What have been some of the, bi- what are some of the biggest mistakes you see your clients making that online that you're helping them solve? Well, um, you know, uh, I don't want to sound like a jerk or anything, but the list can be long. Um, but the, you know, the the long and short of it is basically uh, you know, get get back to basics for a minute, right? Um, I mean, question number one is, do you have a website? And in this day and age, if the answer is no, then you are – I don't even know what you're doing. So um, <laughs> make sure that you have a website. Get a URL that's memorable, right? Make sure it's uh, what your website is doing when somebody lands on that page, that you're speaking to some of the pains that they have and how you can solve them. And, and you know, that speaks to number two, which is if you have a website, do you have a marketing architecture? Have you thought about how somebody is going to flow from, uh, you know, interested stranger to someone who's interested in doing business with you? And if you haven't thought through that process, you know, spend a half day, spend a day with a whiteboard, with some sticky notes, with whatever your your, your canvas is, so to speak, and think about how people can find you. So that's traffic, that's your lead pool, that's where people are out in the universe. You may not even know they exist right now. And how are they going to find you and start to interact with you in a way that you build enough trust that they're going to do business with you? And, uh, you know, we, we use the words uh, direct response all the time. And I, and I like to uh, use the words measurable persuasion because direct response really applied correctly, whether it's on the Internet or offline or really in any context whatsoever is truly that. It's just a way to have an emotional conversation with your prospects in a measurable manner so that they're persuaded to do business with you. That is great feedback. What do you like best about your business now? You've come so far. Well, you know what I like best is I like when uh, somebody has come to me with a problem 
and we were able to work together for a period of time, and everybody is better off as a result of that interaction. And so, you know, sometimes that, you know, sometimes it's this real great ego-stroking moment where I get to ride in on the white horse and be the hero, and, you know, it's super, uh, you know, they, they went from, like, having almost nothing, and now they've got this great business happening. And, um, you know, a few years ago, there was a guy named Carl who came to me, and, and th- this was one of these, like, I love to tell this story because Carl comes to me and had a great product but he's frustrated. He's like multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt and doesn't know what to do with this product. I mean, it's better than the competitor's products. It sells for $13,000, so it's got like a nice profit margin built in, and he had some emotion around that. And it took some uh, took some effort, I'm not going to lie, uh, but we applied what works uh, to his situation. We found traffic sources for him. We created inbound offers for him. We created special reports. We followed up with these people for years. And we did this all in an automated fashion, I should add. And so um, over a period of time, people would come off the Internet, organic SEO, and they would we, – we basically ethically inserted ourselves into the, the competitor's traffic stream, got them onto Carl's list, nurtured them for up to three years, and once in a while somebody will come in without him lifting a finger and buy a $13,000 product from him. And so, like, that is probably still to this day my favorite story ever because it's like Carl was dejected. He was emotionally exhausted. He's in the hole. He doesn't even want to do it. And, And we're like, just trust me on this one. You know, if we put all these pieces in place, we put all parts of this formula in place, then you're going to be in good shape. And he actually told me years later, $13,000 order comes in, and he sends me this email, and he's like, hey, is this real? I said, yeah, Carl, it is real. Congratulations. And he goes, you know, I was actually really skeptical and kind of didn't want to work with you, but I gave you a chance, and it worked. You always said it would work. And I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's, it's more science than art. And, uh, and so, so, so that's kind of like my favorite, you know, situation is when we can sort of, you know, really change somebody's lives for the better. Um, you know, wh- one of the things, if, if I may, that kind of bums me out is the opposite of that is, you know, when somebody isn't willing to, to trust their instinct or trust their gut and, come across and invest in their marketing and do the work that they need to do, right? Uh, you know, people people forget that marketing uh, is not a magic trick, right? Um, you know, if you have one out of ten offers that really, really does awesome, you, you would take that deal all day long because that's good marketing. You have to throw things out there and keep testing and improving until stuff works. And, and so um, – you know, I guess that's kind of the opposite of, you know, my favorite thing to do is, but what makes me sad is when people give up too early or they don't invest enough in their marketing or they think that, oh, I can just put up a sales funnel but not drive traffic to it and magic will happen. Or I think I can just drive traffic to a Facebook page but not have a landing page to send people to. Or, you know, they, they don't put all the pieces together and then they think, you know what, direct response marketing doesn't work. And it's just simply not true. It's just, you haven't put all the pieces together yet. Absolutely true. 
Incredible. What do you attribute your success to? Um, well, you know, I think uh, there's probably two things. Um, one is never giving up and just continually practicing um, what I preach, quite frankly. And I had a mentor a number of years ago, and he he had an interesting saying, and it was this. In discipline lies freedom. And I thought that was really, really interesting. And, you know, I think it was probably a quote from some ancient uh, Taoist samurai warrior or something like that. I don't really know. But that really stuck with me because, you know, the the world of the entrepreneur, uh, as much as we like to sell it as, you know, the laptop lifestyle and, you know, Lamborghinis and Porsches and all this, you know, aspirational stuff. Um, if you don't do your blocking and tackling and kind of follow the basics, uh, you're not going to benefit from all that cool stuff. And, um, you know, there, there's a few, uh, I guess, uh, quasi-religious things that we do around here. And, uh, you know, one of them is to follow the practice of doing at least one sales activity a day. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I completely got that from Dan Kennedy, who I know you're very familiar with and I'm familiar with and probably a lot of people on this podcast are familiar with. And, you know, it, it's interesting what happens when you follow the one sales activity a day practice. And what that is is that means that you've made a commitment to yourself, to your success, and to your business that you are not going to go to bed that night before you've done at least one activity that's going to drive sales home to you, uh, potentially. And so that could be finishing up an email marketing uh, newsletter that you need to send out. That could mean, uh, you know, working on a sales letter that you're working on, uh, working on a book, maybe doing follow-up phone calls, maybe making sure that your team is doing follow-up phone calls for you. But whatever's going to drive you closer to that uh, is super, super key. And I think a lot of uh, non-marketing oriented or non, um, frankly, you know, success oriented entrepreneurs, um, I, I don't think the level of comfort with taking a practice on uh, with one sales activity a day uh, exists as much as it should. And I don't know if that's a, you know, a cultural thing or a demeanor thing or whatever that is, but I think if we look at the numbers, you know, when you see in the first five years, 95% of uh, or, or 90% of uh, businesses going out of business, and then the next five years, you know, 90% of those, which means in 10 years, 99% of the businesses are going out of business. I, I, I think what that speaks to is you either need to uh, get the demeanor of, <laughs> of one sales activity a day or find people who can help uh, create a situation around you where that's just an automatic process that that happens. And I think I think that might be where, you know, guys like you and I come in where um if you're a business owner and you understand the important the importance of sales, but you may not be able to create them yourself, that's when you raise your hand and you, you ask for help and make sure you get that help. because um, you don't want to end up being a statistic. Absolutely. Who is an ideal client for you? Uh you know what? That's a great question. Um you know there's actually uh, probably four, depending on uh, revenue size, and um, so kind of a kind of a trick answer maybe. But you know, there's there's zero to startup, right? Which is 
revenue-wise, zero to $250,000. And typically that's your solopreneur getting ready to scale to that next level. And, you know, those folks uh, typically need a lot of help, a lot of times in the mental space, and a lot of times just kind of getting the basics in place. And then from there, uh, you'll see businesses grow from about 250 to a million. And uh, to make that jump, a lot of times folks need, uh, you know, an investment in driving demand, but then also an investment in making their business scalable. And then what happens is once you've scaled to that side and you've moved from uh, self-employed to business owner, typically from one million to three million is your next tranche, and it's a you know you need teams around you, you need systems. Typically, it's a 24-7 operation at that point. And then from there, the real fun begins because that's when you can scale yourself out and create this giant passive income stream or perhaps sell your business and create a geometric wealth event and, and go from there. And so um, so it's not so much um, one exact ideal customer. It's more where are you in that growth trajectory and how can I help you? And what is where can our audience go to learn more about you? Oh, awesome. Um where where they can go is internetsalesstampede.com. And uh you'll find some a way to get some free gifts there and ways to take your business to the next level uh, regardless of which of those tranches you find yourself in. All right, this has been Seth Green with Jason Wally, the web guy Walton of internetsalesstampede.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We will talk to you next time. Wally, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Seth. Awesome to be with you and your audience. Thanks, guys. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.